Hello and welcome to season one, episode seven of Music in Film with Luana. And right next to me is Luana. Hi guys. How you guys doing? Hopefully good. <laughs> I mean, can't really get a feedback since it's. <laughs> um, so how you been? I'm great. How are you? Pretty good. Pretty good. What do we have on the agenda for episode seven? So episode seven, uh, it's a special topic. We talk about mental health, which uh, I find is really important, and uh, people should uh, talk more. About about it and uh, yeah I found a great article um, yeah. on billboard.com no rolling stone sorry okay. rolling stone.com and uh, there are um, wait before you get into that can you give them like the the title of the article just in case if they want to uh, look it up oh I don't know <laughs> I didn't really write it down um, I can send a the link was... Yeah, we, we could post a link later. Yes. Yeah. Okay, it was... Um, okay. Um, music features, we can't have all our artists die. How the music industry is fighting the mental health crisis. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. It's a pretty long title, but... It's a very long title, but it's also a lot of information, and uh, I was surprised by some numbers. Oh, okay. So, Dive right into the numbers. Yes. So, <laughs> so from the Music Industry Research Association, 50% of musicians reported battling symptoms of depression yeah. compared with less than 25% of the general adult population. And nearly 12% reported having suicidal thoughts. And nearly four times the general uh, population. Oh, wow. That's a lot. That is pretty high. Yeah. That is pretty high. Mm-hmm. What do you think um, is are some of the factors that cr- causes that? I, I would say the pressure is yes, part of it. Like the, the pressure, pressure to always please one. a fan base. I think that's a major part of it. Yes. Stress, anxiety. Exactly. Yep. Fear of loss, fear of failure. Exactly. And yep. yeah. And yeah, 70s, especially independent artists without a label. Like yeah. 73% of them, they're battling with, with stress. 73? And yeah. And it's and what lot. about the majors? The majors. Um, like a major label artist. I mean, major label yeah. artists, I can uh, talk about Club 27, a la Amy Winehouse. And so. There you go. There we, I mean, it does. Doesn't, yeah. Success doesn't necessarily mean that you're happy. Yeah, some uh, definitely artists are afraid of having success and they don't know how to handle everything, how to handle paparazzis, yeah. like Britney Spears who who shaved her head in public. Yeah, I remember that. So it's wow, it's like crazy. So money is not everything. Money and, and fame and can I mean, actually, especially now yeah. when you have like social media is like so constant. Back mm-hmm. then. I'm not saying it wasn't bad for her, but like Britney Spears, like you mentioned, mm-hmm. you had like paparazzis and you had like tabloids, but it, it's not as intense as it is now. Right. Whereas literally every second, there's like a new post on this celebrity. You have all these outlets on um, mm-hmm. Instagram, like Ball Alert and The yeah, Shade Room and so on and so Even forth. Even diehard fans, uh, f- I can I can talk about Madonna. She's uh, She has several injuries and she has to cancel some of her shows and she canceled like 45 minutes before the show was supposed to start and yeah. uh, fans flew in from different countries and so they had they got a refund for the ticket but not for a hotel and uh, oh, travel yeah, yeah. costs so, I didn't even think about how it affects them yeah. really like 
fans they complained on social media on her Instagram yeah. and even her own fans yes even her own fans it's wow. crazy it's crazy yeah yeah that's and then of course Kanye West mm -hmm. I mean he is publicly um talked about his battles with depression and yeah. you know mental illness so yeah I mean so what was your overall takeaway from the article uh, so and um, yeah also what can cause this mental health is uh, album sales they continue to fall and record labels and digital distributors uh, gobble up the majority of streaming revenue and artists essentially have no choice but okay. to tour more and more so basically loss of revenue mm -hmm. affects them okay right yeah. so and they have to tour more yeah. and yeah and then People are working twice as hard uh, to stay in the same spot they used to, and the pressures are ratcheted up. Okay. Mm -hmm. So basically, musicians now, they're not being properly rewarded for their work. Exactly. Yeah. Like, everyone else is being rewarded. Like, um, Spotify is being rewarded for the work, or TuneCore, or um, Tidal, or Pandora, or mm -hmm. whatever. But the artists themselves, they have to work twice as hard yep. to get. Yeah. And it's so funny because a lot of people look at the music industry like, those guys are all rich, you know, who cares? Yeah. <laughs> but most of the musicians in the music industry are just earning regular incomes, you know? Yeah, minimum wage yeah, or exactly. they have a day job. And, yeah. Yeah. But then you look at people like Drake or... I don't know, um, Katy Perry or something, and be like, oh, so they're all making money, so who cares? Mm -hmm. no, it, no, most of these, like I said, most of these individuals are just trying to earn an income to support their family. Right. They're not all multi-millionaire rock stars. Yep. And I think that plays a factor into it too, because then, say for example, a musician is saying, I'm experiencing um, mental health issues. Mm -hmm. They're not really taken seriously because, like, you, you're rich, you're famous. Exactly, what would you yeah. have to complain about? Mm -hmm. So uh, it's it's like all these factors that play into it. So yeah, yeah. yeah and also the other factor would be um, financially instability yeah. and uh, yeah, all kinds of stresses. Um, yeah, loneliness, of course. You're lonely uh, because, yeah. Um, yeah, because it's your career. Exactly. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's your way, your path. And uh, you. nobody really can understand you. And you, you're basically dealing with, with two personalities, with the artist yeah. and with your private person, life. Uh, private life. Yeah. And it's sometimes hard to separate it the artist with your private Absolutely. life and Absolutely. sometimes it comes together and yeah it's hard did they offer any potential solutions in that article or like ways artists can seek help uh yes i okay come to this point um yeah then of course um it's sad but as you know uh um, musicians uh, or in general artists are surrounded by drugs yeah. and alcohol and yeah and uh, poor sleeping can cause also depression you're a lot. and eating yeah. habits like lack of access to quality health insurance and care um, and creatives in the industry today suffer more because their routines are so 
destabilized. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that sucks, man. It's yeah. <laughs> it's not not like uh, not a regular schedule. Yeah. And for example, if you're if you're <clears throat> touring internationally, you have to deal with jet lags. You're touring exactly, from yeah. city to city. Sometimes you, uh, that <laughs> that's also happened to my daughter. She was like, uh, "Hello, Brazil," and she was actually in Argentina. Oh, wow. <laughs> she forgot. Oh, okay. Oops. Actually, I'm in Argentina <laughs> because her schedule is so busy. Like yeah. sometimes she only has one day off, and the one day off is a travel day. Yeah. Yeah. Her one day off is a tra- oh. The travel day. Yeah, oh, okay, I see. Yeah, city. yeah. Like yeah. if she has um seven cities, I mean six cities in seven days. Mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. one day yeah. is the day off. Well, the day off, but it's just a travel to exactly. the next city. Exactly, and uh, okay. Also, she rehearses a lot, so she's a perfectionist, and yeah. she never goes to sleep before four a.m. And never also, goes to sleep before four a.m. Always Why? after, f- because she is a night person, and also oh. all her. I met one of uh, some of her musicians when she was rehearsing at BAM Brooklyn Academy of Music. Yeah, when she was opening her Madame X show, and uh, so I got some inside scoop, and uh, they rehearsed. Okay, all, all her stuff had to arrive around three o'clock or four o'clock, and then Madonna showed up uh, at 11 p.m. Okay. And then she did her show run until five. How long was her set? Five a.m. in the morning, so for rehearsal. Uh, her oh. set was uh, about two hours, two, two okay. hours and a half. So she started rehearsing from 11 p.m. until five a.m. the next day? Mm-hmm. Whoa. Monday to Saturday. Wow. Uh-huh. Wow. And Wait, is this recent or is this like a while ago? Does that she was still... when she, uh, before she opened her show in uh, New York. Okay. So around, they rehearsed from June to uh, September and September 17, she opened her Madame X show. Wow. Uh-huh. I didn't know that, wow. I didn't know you would rehearse that long for a show. From June Crazy. to September. Yeah, she's a perfectionist, and she oh, even uh, four months. Yeah, ske- uh, rescheduled some show dates. Actually, wow. her uh, op- the opening night was supposed to be uh, September 12th. Hmm. Wow, it's <laughs> a lot of that's a lot of rehearsing. Yeah, a lot, a lot, wow. <laughs> and over and over, and she changes a lot, and she's, she's like she wants to have control. Uh, over everything that yeah, is happening. clearly. <laughs> and she only sleeps like three or four hours or wow. something. And she's a control freak. <laughs> Does she still tour? Yes. Now she's uh, in London and then she's going to Paris and oh, wow. until March. Yeah, it's uh, insane. And her left knee is bad. She has a bad knee yeah. injury and her hip. <laughs> she's wow. still performing. It sounds like um like an athlete. Yeah. You know? It's like she has a bad hip and bad knee. Mm-hmm. You think that this person is like a professional athlete. Yeah. And some people may say, well, she's just holding a microphone and mm-hmm. like doing like a better version of karaoke, but it, it's I, it is a it is hard work. It I is, mean it is. Yeah. It is intense. It is intense. There's so not, much pressure Exactly. And, yeah. yeah. And then you have to please like 20 to 30 to 40,000 fans. Mm-hmm. And then you have to do all this traveling. It's 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 pretty yeah. intense, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
what else with this article? What else? So, um, okay, for every artist that stands on stage, there are 10 to 100 crew members invisible to the public who make the performance happen. Yeah. And uh, those crew members all, they have burnouts and uh, the same way as artists. Um, and the only difference is those background people, they don't get any mention at all. Yeah, well, for the most part, they don't. I mean, I, uh, since I also work in production, I know how hard it is to to um, to set up a stage and they get the less sleep. And it's well, and also there are... Uh, um, Somebody died. I, I so, oh, wow. so for because there was something wrong with the stage, so he died. And Yikes! Yeah. When was was this mentioned in the article? Or? Uh, yes, that was uh, in when was it two thousand eight or two thousand nine? And then there was another oh. accident, truck accident. They uh, for for the stage and yeah, yeah. so a tragic happens. Yeah, wow. behind the scenes. <laughs> That sucks. Yeah, that's a downer. <laughs> <laughs> show this. Show must still must go on. Yeah. Yeah, and then uh, okay, there are many reasons why artists struggle with mental health, and um, yeah, because. Uh, Okay, that's really interesting. Uh, centers in the limbic system that control negative emotion uh, tend to be more heavily located in the right side of the brain. Okay. Yeah. So uh, if you're um, more, in, if your negative thoughts and negative negative beliefs are stronger than your positive beliefs, then you're like stuck and yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, and you feel like you cannot get out, and as you have, uh, you see the word from another filter. Yeah, and, I mean, yeah, yeah, understandable. I mean, if you think more negatively mm-hmm. than negatively than positively, then chances are you're going to do something negative. Right, exactly. Like drink or do drugs or yes. you know, hurt yourself. <laughs> okay, and then translation means uh, right-brained people like artists who can more easily tap into their feelings tend to have um, dominance in the side of the brain that creates more creative emotions and we might even say there is a predisposition for that. Wait, break that down. So, are you saying that their brain shrinks? Um, (laughs) Wait, read that one more time. Okay. Uh, Right-brained people, Uh like artists, who can more easily tap into their feelings, tend to have dominance... Dom- dominance. <laughs> oh, dominance. Okay. Dominance. Sorry, dominance in the side of the brain that creates more create and uh, more negative emotions, and we might even say there is a predisposition for that. They have more dominance over the negative side. Mm-hmm. So if they have more dominance, wouldn't they mean? Wouldn't that mean they'll be able to combat it better? Like, wouldn't they be able to control it better? If they have more dominance over it? Yeah, I would say, yeah, because uh, I think, like, that's also why uh, whenever uh, the singer of him, 
Uh, I forgot his name. Of him. Him. The the band. Him. Uh, um, yeah, he he said in an interview that whenever he feels down, he always writes the best music. Oh, I see what you're saying. So basically, they could turn a negative into a positive. Yes. Better. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Like music is healing. Gotcha, them. gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, they yeah, they that need artists needed. That's why they write good music. <laughs> ah. Yeah. Now that's ironic. <laughs> it's so ironic. They, they actually. need it. But it can also harm them. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, yeah like I, I, medicine. I, yeah, I hear that a lot. Like artists are like, oh, I, I thrive on negativity. Uh-huh. I thrive on when something is bad. Yeah. Because I'll use it to my advantage. Exactly. But then it sometimes can overwhelm them. And then they resort to drugs, alcohol. Mm. So yeah, so you, you have to like know your limits. And exactly. How deep you can. Yeah. How can dive in and uh, yeah <laughs> and so uh, um, okay so okay yeah as you know yeah like DJ Avicii Songans, oh, Chris EDM? Cornell, yeah, yeah and nice. Linkin Parks, Chester Bennington, uh-huh. all died by suicide at a very young age. So, I think Avicii, the EDM artist, I'm not real sure I'm pronouncing that right, but he was what, like twenty something? Yeah, twenty six or oh, seven. Okay. I have yeah. to look it up. Again. And I was still young. But... Yeah, or under thirty. Yeah. yeah. I th- it could also be he uh, that he was really successful back then before he died and maybe that was also the reason some artists they cannot handle their success uh, yeah and then you have all the other artists who are just they they died accidentally mm-hmm. from a drug overdose or something right right like um, Mac Miller or Juice World uh-huh. or um how did Amy Winehouse die Amy Winehouse overdose overdose she was actually uh, uh playing uh in she had a music session. Oh, she, she was in, in she a she was in a good mood and but she did this drug stuff and Wow. Yeah. But she also mentioned she wants to join Club twenty seven. Dia twenty seven. Yeah. Yikes. Mm-hmm. Yikes, that's that is eerie. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> So she said that on a song or just like joking in like an interview or something? I mean, she she always was on drugs a lot for a long time. Not, <laughs> yeah. not I mean, not always. I mean, if like when she really became famous and yeah. she lost a lot of weight and she looked really unhealthy and she had some weird habits and yeah. Yeah, I mean, go back to an earlier point you were you were making um about. Um, artists using that into their music. Most of our music was about that. You yeah, know? so about rehab and yeah. <laughs> stuff exactly. like that. She died pretty young too. Who else is in Club Twenty Seven? Uh, Kurt Cobain. Okay. Nevada. Um, Janis Joplin. Oh, okay. Jimi Hendrix. Whoa, Jimi Hendrix. That one is Twenty Seven. Mm-hmm. Drug overdose. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. That is. Yeah, it's yeah, really yeah. sad. <laughs> that is depressing. Is <laughs> okay. Nice job, Luana. That's, 
Yeah. Uh, and now, yeah. okay, now the music industry is taking action like never before to address the growing mental health crisis. Um, there are new initiatives popping up from both corporate uh, giants and uh, grassroots organizations, festivals and benefits being planned to raise awareness of mental health and um, and of efforts by record labels and artists to um, to um, raise aware like mental illness yeah. and musicians from Bruce Springsteen and Justin Bieber to Lizzo and Demi Lovato Demi Lovato are increasingly opening up about their own mental health uh, struggles she almost died from a yeah thing as well Demi Lovato it's crazy yeah But it's good that they uh, open up, so... But at the same time, most of these labels, uh, I mean, I, I hate to say this, but they don't really care about the artists. Mm. As long as they can keep making money off the yeah, artists. Chin -chin. They don't. Exactly. <laughs> as long as they can keep making money off the artists. And like a money then, machine. That's yeah. also like... A, Uh, sometimes artists they feel like they 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 are treated like a money machine. That's what like a product. Lady Gaga told in an interview. Said like in an she interview, feels like a product. She feels like a product, and also Britney Spears. She became famous at the age of three early. Yeah. And she felt like they made made a product of her, an image. Yeah. And yeah. Understandable. Yeah, but now so they are like. Um, Clearing uh, clearing houses for lo long running mental health resources. Mm -hmm. Number one is Music Cares. Uh, the Recording Academy launched Music Cares to lend medical and financial help back in 1989. Uh, but recently, recently, the number of resources for musicians in need exploded. Wait, Music Care has been around for 31 years? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. And yeah, and, and there's uh, a state. Uh, we've lost so many artists that industry leaders are finally paying attention and they're re realizing we can't have all our artists die. Yeah, they just realized that. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Michael Jackson died from an overdose as well. Yeah. But it was his, like there was some weird stuff. Yes. With his <laughs> yeah, doctor. with his doctor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, with his. Yeah, that's a bit different. His, yeah. His milk, that's what he said. His milk. This is my milk. I need my milk. Oh, yikes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, weird. Uh. Continue. <laughs> that was. Yeah. Yikes. I didn't hear that. Something about his milk. Okay. <laughs> And okay. there's a backline. It's an organization dedicated to connecting musicians and anyone in their orbit from roadies and sound engineers to agents and family members mm -hmm. with mental health resources. And you can also schedule a phone call yeah. with one of the managers. Okay, that's pretty cool. Yeah, talk about your issues. Pretty cool. Really Especially cool. if you're on tour and you're just sitting yeah. in your trailer, you just like pick up the phone call. That's great. And pick up the phone. Number three is Sweet Relief Musicians Fund. It's provide uh, it provides financial assistance to all types of career musicians who are struggling to make ends ends meet. Okay, so meet. like for independent artists. Yes, okay. and uh, and while facing illness, disability, or age-related problems, in other words, healing musicians in need. Yeah. Okay. Number four would be H-A-M H-A-A-M and it has Ham. been Ham it has been helping 
Austin-based musicians across affordable health care for 15 years. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's good to know that to have exactly. help and you can reach out and yeah, you're not weak if you reach out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that should be like the main message. Like, mm -hmm. don't be afraid to ask for help, you know? Yeah. And you're not weak for asking for help. It makes you grow. Not only yeah. that, it makes you stay alive. It makes you stay alive, like, yeah. yeah. You also give uh, a voice to people who don't have a voice or people who are afraid yeah. to talk about their mental health issues. I think there are two main issues. Number one, in the music industry, at one point, it was cool to do drugs. Mm -hmm. Like, wait, you're a rock star and you don't do drugs? Like, that was, like, cool. It was, like, a brand, yeah. And then number two, if you had said you, like, uh, you was experiencing, like, mental health issues, people would take you for a joke or something. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, you're not strong enough. Right. Which is ridiculous. So it was, like, those two weird um, conflicting points you're cool if you take drugs and you're cool if you don't want to take drugs and you're asking for help mm -hmm. so it's like okay so i can see how like a lot of artists was like so where do i turn to mm -hmm. i don't want to take drugs and i can't tell people i'm feeling sad or you know i'm feeling down mm -hmm. so what do i do so yeah i'm, I'm just glad that things are progressing in the right way where people can actually ask for help without being looked at as weird. Right. And then and people also stop pushing the stigma of, um, I mean, not stigma, stop pushing this narrative of drugs are cool. Uh -huh. So, yeah. It's good, yeah. <laughs> and the American Society of Composers, yeah. Authors and Publishers, ASCAP. Yeah, I was just going to say, that sounds like ASCAP. <laughs> yes, ASCAP. Debuted an awareness program yeah. uh, called Tune Up in response to a survey that found musicians are 31% more likely than the general population to say their health and wellness majority impact their careers. Wow. Yeah. Nice. And ASCAP will launch a recovery support groups in several cities and online and plus offer a discount to its 7,000 members and fitness, nutrition and mindfulness services. Nice. Mm -hmm. Go ASCAP, you know, <laughs> proud member. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, this, right, is that it? That's it, yeah, for this episode. An incredibly depressing episode, but <laughs> completely worth it. And I think this conversation should happen more. You yes. Know? It's a great article. Um, Want to give them a title one more time? It's, uh, if you go to rollingstone.com slash music features we can't have all our artists to die how the music industry is fighting the mental health crisis okay all right check out that article and yeah drop your instagram my instagram is luanasandova.official all right stay safe stay healthy and we'll see you guys next week bye <laughs> this has been a rob radio network production check out our website at rrn.robbent.com Thank you for listening.